Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. 97.3 Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello for breakfast. Coast FM. For some recognition where it's well and truly due, the World Video Game Hall of Fame has announced the 2023 inductees. These are recognising gaming efforts that have had a lasting influence on gaming and and wider culture generally, Mm -hmm. right? So the inductees this year include... Now, one that I'm not totally familiar with, but the 2013 action-adventure game The Last of Us, which kind of started the whole kind of zombie thing, really. Yeah, and the hugely popular TV show that is on Foxtel. Yeah, yeah. It's just that I'm not familiar with the game. But oh, there you okay. go. There you go. It's in there. 1971's arcade classic, Computer Space. Not one of the best known of the early arcade games, but it was the first commercial game. The first one that came out like coin-in-slot style. Okay. So there you go. That started a bit of a trend, it's fair to say. Mm. 1996's Barbie fashion designer was one of the first efforts not aimed at boys. Right. So there you go. It's sort of... Ushered in a whole new whole, a whole new side of things Wonderful. to gaming. And the bona fide classic that is 2006's Wii Sports. <laughs> classic. Yeah, of all of them. But yeah. they're all great in their own way. But I see the reasoning behind all of these selections. But for me, Wii Sport is the finest of them all. I hope SingStar's in there I'll because that time. was iconic for me. Well, if it's not, it will be, I'm it sure. Be. But for me, I mean, the first of the computer games that also counted towards your 30 minutes of daily exercise. I mean, that's, you know, that's the joy of yeah. Wii Sports. I yeah, mean, it, you're like, but I'm exercising, yeah. Mum and Dad. Uh, absolutely. I'm allowed. In my head, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was just discussing how uh, there's an article in Perth now that suggests that uh, obviously a lotto ticket is obviously the perfect Mother's Day gift. <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, look. I mean, Who do they, they ask? If they all turned out as well, because they're listing the top five uh, Mother's Day wins in mm. Lotto. Sounds like, oh. a, sounds like a very clever uh, marketing campaign put together to point out how good Lotto can be. They've worked but that in. The top one is 2019. Her husband bought... Uh, a yeah. Well, I, I mean, there's lots of others. You know, mum's cleared uh, mortgages from their son's 2020 win that was more than $900,000. There's lots of other ones they've listed in there. So there's a, there's a selection of reasons why perhaps a lotto ticket and chocolate together. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I suppose that if Good anyone's, anyone's going to share it with you, you've got to hope your mum's going to maybe share the winnings. Mm. Unlike other people you might buy tickets for. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, My mum's a good bet. <laughs> uh, Sunday, Mother's Day. Yeah. I see the state government set to install a massive battery in Collie as part of their green energy plans. This sounds kind of cool. Mm. 500 megawatt Collie battery set to be operating before the end of 2025. It's part of a plan that will also expand the Quinana battery. I don't know if you've... If I remember hearing about this or not, but that that starts in a couple of weeks, the mm. Quinana battery. So there's a few things sort of kicking around. They've got some more wind generators going on in the plans and expansions of the one they've got. Um, just made me think, though, you know how you, know, you lick the terminals on like a 9-volt battery, you get a bit of a tingle? You know, I've never done that. I've always been <laughs> scared of it. And I thought, I'm not doing that. That doesn't seem good. <laughs> Well, it hasn't done me any harm. I think think the evidence (laughs) is in on that front there, quietly. It just makes you think, what happens if you lick the collie battery? You know what I'm saying? You would probably die. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Coast FM scoreboard with Scotty Cummings. Yeah, time to contemplate the big issues in AFL once again with our man mm. on the spot, former forward for Swan Districts, uh, Scott Cummings. 
Hey, I reckon your sponsor could have done with your help here in Mandurah last weekend. Well, yeah, the golfing coaching is about as far as I can uh, offer them at the moment. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they, they got a good old touch-up by Peel, didn't they? But uh, we move on. We do. We, got, yep. we move on and uh, we, you know, that's the best thing about footy. Is, uh, you can make amends the week after. That's right. Mm. You know what I didn't hear at Lane Group Stadium? Booing. Now... No, just because you were 10 goals up all day. (laughs) (laughs) Is that... I mean, is that something the game can stop? Uh, Well, well, listen, um, (laughs) it depends on on why you're booing. On the weekend, obviously, we were alluding to the the Buddy Franklin, who who Fremantle will come up against this on Sunday morning, but uh, I I just thought it was poor, and, you know, I'm a... And I love Collingwood, and um, but I just thought that was ordinary. They missed the boat there. They missed a the chance to see uh, greatness in the flesh, which they hadn't seen on the MCG against Collingwood for ten years. And I, don't, I just don't know why they need to do it. You know, I'm all for people going to the footy and letting go of your frustrations of the week, <laughs> and, and cheering and screaming and shouting and going berserk. I I love it. It's what makes our game great. Yeah, it's just, I feel like it's just an individual thing, isn't it? Um, you know, most people are, are going to be booing and cheering at the right moments, but it's probably because yeah. he's such a good player. Is that why? They're trying to put him off his game? Yeah, yeah, but possibly, yeah, absolutely possibly. Mm. And um, But the, the problem is, and, you, and you've got to be a, a little bit careful with how you express this opinion, yeah. because, well, because of the Adam Goods thing and because Buddy's Indigenous, there's always going to be that, is this racially motivated? Yeah. And you'd be horrified if it was. Like, I mean, if it was, then you're just a dead set Neanderthal and um, and just poorly educated person. But um, that's always going to have those overtones to mm. it, um, and which is really, really disappointing. But I just, I, I don't think we need to be the greats, of, greats of the game. We should be celebrating them and going, thank you for. Well, his buddy's been playing 16 years, and he and hasn't done much wrong, and he's been providing entertainment. And you know, inspiration for so many people. He's one of the greats. But uh, there's time for booing. No worries at all. Who's someone that makes a tool of themselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you know, like I said, if they've left your club and potted them on the way out, acceptable. Rory Lobb. Yeah. Um, or they've belted someone. Or if they just don't like you, I had a fair bit of that. Um, <laughs> they just they don't they just don't take to you. Um, that happened. No, no worries. But yeah, it, it, I, I thought it was a, it was a strange take and a poor one. And thankfully, they've been called out. And I thought Collingwood handled it absolutely brilliantly. Mm, all right. Well, tomorrow the West Coast Eagles are taking on uh, the Grass Eaters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, listen, we we did we did a little promo for our show uh, earlier on in the week where I was out on the grass out in front of the Campfield <laughs> Bar here outside our studio. And, did you have a nibble? Um, <laughs> yeah, I put a mouthful in and uh, what a handful taste in. Like? And, well, ordinary because it appears, and I should have known this before uh, I did that. That a lot of people walk around here in the morning, and a lot yeah. of people take their dogs. With their dogs, uh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of wee wees. I, I was I was spitting grass there for two hours. Oh. It was a terrible idea. Things, things we do for a laugh, but um, you know the news, Scotty Cummings is now a vegan, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that will never happen. The son of a butcher. <laughs> uh, that'll that'll never happen. What did you call uh, it? Oh, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you got to be careful when I say that. Don't I? Yes, you do. <laughs> so, well, uh, well, we have a Friday night fixture on the big stage, but we're going to put you up against the sun, so we might just put another game on at the same time, just for interest' sake. <laughs> 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 so the double header yeah. tomorrow night. But, uh, um, 
Uh, this will be interesting. Again, Eagles got a little bit better last week compared to the week before. Can they keep improving? Can they just show the effort? Or I say it every week, and we know where they're at with an injury list. Just an effort would be good. The Suns were really good against Melbourne, but um, you, you have to, you just have to tip the Suns mm. um, based yeah. on on form at the moment. Yeah, no, and based on win. their grass eating ways. Exactly. I mean, exactly. yeah. fueled yeah. by grass. <laughs> their earthing, oh. their earthing lifestyle. That's yes. Yeah. Explained yeah. to me what earthing was the other day, and I thought, okay, no worries, you can keep that to yourself. But, <laughs> Very uh, interesting yeah. rituals, isn't it? Like, of course, talking about a player that eats grass before the game because yeah. he thinks it's was it a superstition. No, I like don't that? know. He's just, he's just, just a weirdo, and yeah. I love it. No, I, don't, I, don't I love, it. I love, I love it. it too. I'm not sure you can find a reasonable explanation for that kind of behaviour. Um, <laughs> no. Now, Fremantle apparently haven't won at the SCG since 2011. What do you reckon? Up against Sydney. Oh, he's gone. That was a tough question. I've stunned him with the question (laughs) and he's completely disappeared, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see if we can get him back at least for a Fremantle prediction there. absolutely stumped him with that. Yeah, and (laughs) and fair enough too. I mean, it's the kind of question that nobody can expect. Thought the grass might have got him, but no. Whilst talking about football, nobody could possibly expect that we might ask a question about the Fremantle game. (laughs) Is he back? Scott Cummings. Yeah, I'm back. There he is. We thought we'd stumped you. I thought we'd stunned you because I said, I'd stunned you with the fact that I had a stat. Fremantle haven't won at the G since 2011, is it? Now, and then you what, left. Yeah, and you went, oh, well, I'm not needed here if you've got those details. Yeah, yeah right, I mate, expert. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you no, reckon? Sorry about that. Technology got us, Telstra got us, and yeah. dropped us out. But, uh, well, it's a difficult ground to play on. There's no doubt about that, and you have to have the, the right strategy. It has to be a, a quick, direct brand of footy. You can bypass an hour forward from the middle of the ground, a quick by hand through the middle, then you put yourself in a good scoring position, and with some big boys, if Luke Jackson plays deep, uh, Darcy goes down there deep to rest and they can um, you know, really get under the skin of, of Sydney and, and be quite dangerous. I, I think I'm, I'm going to lean towards Sydney. We, okay. we can't take too much form out of beating Hawthorne by so much. It's like Carlton beating West Coast by 108, then losing the week after. So I'm going to stick with Sydney. I thought they were good against good opposition. All right, so it could mm. be another tough West Australia. Yeah, but week. It'll, it'll, all be over, it'll all be over early. Uh, 11.45 <laughs> yeah. our time that goes. It'll be done by 1.30 and you can get on with your day. All right. Well, there's an upside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glass half full. Yeah. Till next week. Thank you, Scotty Cummings. Nikki and DeMello's Three Things You Need to Know. Uh, Waffle and Waffle W are happening in Mantra this weekend as Peel Thunder women take on Claremont at midday and then the men host West Coast from 210. It's a double banger, as we used to call it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, Lane Group Stadium for all of that action. Uh, music on the Murray sees music and dance at the Murray River Foreshore Pinjarra from 530 Tomorrow and it's free. Amazing. You can check the what's on section of coastlive.com.au for more. Uh, May 11 is uh, National Eat What You Want Day. Excellent. Which I will continue doing that. Which sounds a lot like. <laughs> yes, yes, you will. It sounds a lot like the kind of lands that used to appear on the top of the magic faraway tree in those Enid Blyton books. I don't know if you remember those stories or not, but the land. I remember of, the story. I don't remember Eat What You Want Day. Well, no, but there was the land of Take What You Want and the land of all that oh, kind of stuff. So okay. the land of Eat What You Want sounds pretty good. It sounds like a place I'd, I'd, I'd climb a tree to me get to. Of that episode of The Simpsons, he's in the land of chocolate. Land of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's where you'll be going today. Maybe. In my head, at yeah. least, if nowhere else. <laughs> and it's also World Ego Awareness Day. Oh, excellent. It's set aside 
to remind everyone of the dangers of having an inflated ego, okay? Mm-hmm. We all know someone who we claim has a big ego. World Ego Awareness Day is an important day as it helps people self-reflect on how big their ego truly is. And I, don't know, I don't know that people with egos are going to be self-reflecting just quietly about how big their ego so. is. Uh, and at the same time, evaluate their experiences with people around them to determine just how much of their perceived ego comes in conflict with another person's ego. I thought I was following and I thought so too. It sounds like that's been written by somebody that's very full of themselves. I think they said I think they need to have a look at their own ego. Basically just deflate yourself today. That's the plan. Yeah. Uh, on an ego scale. Sounds obviously. a little dangerous. Just give yourself a few harsh comments. Yeah, exactly. Make yourself cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, don't do that. I need to don't reassess this. <laughs> Why don't you go back to just eat what you want? Though? Yeah. yeah. 97.3. Coast FM. Nikki and DeMello's Coast Feed. Coast Feed. Let's go. And now with your 100% certified organic entertainment news, once again, Nikki Parkinson. Thank you. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a Netflix documentary on the way. This three-part documentary series called Arnold chronicles never-before-seen footage and stories of Arnie's journey from rural Austria to to the American dream. The series unveils a tale that matches his larger-than-life persona. Here's the trailer. I sold myself on that stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger! Thousands of people screaming. And when you visualize something very clearly, you believe that you 100% can get there. There was a lot of things they had to learn, obstacles that they had to overcome. You can get an injury, then all your athletic stuff is over. But the only thing that no one can take from you is your mind. Oh, I mean, you know what I love is the seriously threatening thriller music that goes in the background there. It's like, what? He can't like, help it. It's what he does. It is. It's like one of his action movies. But he's an inspiring dude. He really is. Like, even if you just look at, like, the gym side of it. Oh. Like, gym oh, and my nutrition, God. Let alone, like, getting yeah. into politics. I know. Just hearing him what talk a story. for five minutes, I'm like, that's it. I'm going to go pump some weights. Yeah, I'm going to go... <laughs> For a walk or something. Anything. Something. <laughs> Arnold is out on Netflix from June 7. And I'm running for Prime Minister. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know why, for some reason, the image of, I don't know if you saw it in the music video of his, uh, the music video, in the trailer of him when he does the boob. <laughs> <laughs> The boob jiggle. It is one of it's his more iconic things. It's my mind. I can't stop thinking. Anyway. Oh, now, um, now everyone's imagining his sorry. nipples now. Thank you. <laughs> the Little Mermaid premiere was yesterday <laughs> in LA with mixed reviews. Most were praising Halle Bailey's Ariel, saying she's born for the big screen and that her vocals are incredible. A few calling it disjointed and unnecessary, but anyway, overall, okay. it looks magical. Uh, Disney has just released uh, Sebastian the Crab's iconic Under the Sea music video to celebrate break the release voiced by David Diggs of Hamilton fame here it is you dream about going up there but that is a big mistake just look at the world around you right here on the ocean floor such wonderful things surround you what more is you looking for under the sea under the sea darling it's better don't wear his wetter take it from me Sure they work all day Out in the sun they slave away 
Devoting full time to floating under the sea. Oh. Devoting full time to floating. I love it. <laughs> so much fun. The Little Mermaid hit cinemas on May 25th. Sandra Bullock's Netflix smash hit Bird Box is getting a spin off. Bird Box Barcelona, I must say. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the that name. It's a terrible name. It sounds like like Survivor Australia really or something, does. like a reality show. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. Anyway. Real Housewives has got <laughs> yeah. that kind of vibe to it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Bird Box Barcelona <laughs> is set in Spain, as you may have guessed, and has the um, it is set at the same time as the original film. This is the description. After a mysterious force decimates the world's population, Sebastian must navigate his own survival journey through the desolate streets of Barcelona as he forms uneasy alliances with other survivors. They try to escape the city. An unexpected and even more sinister threat grows. This is not the same Sebastian we just heard from singing under the sea? No, not Sebastian the Crab. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Streets are crowded with people escaping city on foot. Estimated death toll is in the tens of thousands. Don't yet know what is causing this in Europe. Over 24 hours, it spread into Europe with thousands of cases in Spain. Well, the trailer's more spooky than the name, that's for sure. <laughs> Bird Box Barcelona premieres on Netflix on July 14th. It's not it, as fun as it sounds. I don't think it helps that you say it like that. Nikki and DeMello. Back tomorrow morning from 6. 97.3 Coast FM.